Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Here's what we got on tap. We're going to talk about this Joe Biden student loan debt thing from today. We're going to talk about what people are going through now with this economy and and. And the whole you got to go to college thing. We'll do emails. We'll talk about cancer cases going through the roof during COVID lockdowns. All that. So much more coming up this hour on the Jesse Kelly Show. Now, what happened today with the student loan debt thing? Joe Biden, quote, canceled another $1.2 billion in student loan debt. Here was Joe Biden today. November of... Uh, Early in my term, I announced a major plan to provide millions of working families with debt relief for their college student debt. Tens of millions of people in debt were literally about to be canceled, their debts. 
But my MAGA Republican friends in the Congress, elected officials and special interests, stepped in and sued us. And the Supreme Court blocked it and blocked it. But that didn't stop me. I announced we were going to pursue alternative paths for student debt relief uh, for as many borrowers as possible. And that's the effort that's been underway the last two years. All right. There's tons of outrage about this today. And this is actually going to tie directly into this uh, talking about you got to go to college thing. But first, let's address something. What are they doing? They're buying votes. You know this. I know this. Elections are almost always, in fact, they pretty much are always about coalition building. When you're not cheating and doing mail-in ballot stuff, elections are about coalition building. Groups don't always get along. They rarely align. You're trying to build a coalition at all times. Remember, our two-party system in this country is not the norm all over the place in the world. Have you ever looked at Canada? You ever looked at, I know we have a bunch of Canadians who listen, listening right now. Look, Go look at Canada. Look how many parties they have up there. They're endless. There's not like a left and a right. It's endless parties. So if you want to achieve power, you have to coalition build. You've seen this many, many times. Find a group or groups of people who may not agree, won't agree with you on everything, but they agree with you enough They'll vote for you and not for the other guy in the next election. Joe Biden did this, and the Democrats really did this, and the same thing leading up to the midterm elections. You can't just cancel student loan debt. Democrats are not stupid. Please stop pretending like this was naive. They know they can't. They knew the Supreme Court was going to shut it down last time. So why did they do it? They're building their coalition. They did it last time to make sure that the red wave in the midterm didn't materialize. Hey, what's one way we can do that? Let's tell all those people out there drowning in student loan debt that we will take that debt away from them. Boom. You built a coalition. Is it evil? Yeah. Is it dishonest? Of course. Is it wrong? You bet. That's what they did. That's what they're doing here as well. This is an election year. They're doing all kinds of election year things, trying to cobble together enough of a coalition to win an election. End of story. Now, what should be done with student loan debt in this country? First, the taxpayer doesn't need to pay a dime of it ever. You took out loans you can't afford. That's a whole lot of not my problem. But don't think that I'm cold, as you're about to find out, to what you're going through if you're sitting there drowning in student loan debt. A lot of these loans are predatory. And we can combine the fact with the loans being predatory with the fact that the universities are communist factories and they're evil and they need to be destroyed. One way we can try to do that is... If we had a GOP without it, with any brains or brawn, we would be taking the student loan debt and dropping it into the lap of the universities themselves. The universities are flush with cash. Oftentimes, they are flush with taxpayer cash, and the universities should be attacked. And I don't mean in kind of a passive way, just, just to be clear. Legally, the GOP at every level, federal, 
and state should be waging war on America's university system. Stop reaching out a hand. Stop acting as if these people can be reasoned with. Whatever the university system used to be, the university system as it stands now is a clear and present danger to the United States of America. The professors who go there and in turn the students who attend are at war with everything that matters in this country. If you, if you want to know really how bad it goes, in fact, hold on a second. I know I'm on the radio. I'm going to go grab something really quick. Hey, Chris, uh, could you like play uh, here? Here, Chris, play the old Maria Salazar clip in full because that always made me laugh. The anti-communist manifesto was like four feet away from me, and I just want to go grab it really quickly uh, just to read something out of it or teaching about the university system. So play that and act like I'm just playing it at random when really I'm walking away from the microphone. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean? I, 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 if you, if you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean... Of course! So a conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. And thank you, Chris, for providing that filler audio where I was absolutely not getting up from my chair and going to grab something because I'm doing something on the fly here. Okay, but I was. Now... In, in America's university system, I'm just going to read for you a couple numbers. because and, and remember, numbers can get, it can go in one ear and out the other. If you read too many of them, the details get too much. They overwhelm you. You don't, you don't know how to process the information. But I, I'm just going to try to describe how ideologically captured America's university system is and not by liberals. This is where people get it wrong, especially, especially folks who existed at a different time in America. They'll think about America's university system as being the one that they either attended or knew about when they were younger. And what was that university system? Well, it was always Democrat, right? It was always left, but it wasn't always outright Marxist, hostile to you hostile to what you want, hostile to what you believe, but that is what the university system is now. Would you like to hear a little couple numbers how bad it is? In 2020, they did a survey of just the students, millennial students. 36% of them approve of communism. That's the word they used, communism. 44% would rather live in a socialist country. 7% would rather live in a communist state. Oh, Chris, I'm glad you asked where you can get that book. That Honestly, thank you for that, Chris. The Anti-Communist Manifesto can be purchased at jessekellybook.com. I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to sell you the book. I, although that is, you can buy it there. That's, that's not what I'm trying to do. The professors in our university system, it's it, bias doesn't really put it into words. So here it is. Democrats outnumber Republicans 11.5 to 1. This is directly from the book. Man, it's so well written. The picture looks even more grim and broken down by fields of study. Republicans are most representative in fields of economics where they're only outnumbered 4.5 to 1. That's our most representative field. That's the best we can do. In law, here's a preview of your legal system. Democrats outnumber Republicans 8 to 1. In psychology... 
Remember this the next time they tell you red flag laws are just for insane people. In, tech, in psychology, 17.4 to 1. Journalism, 20 to 1. History may be the most damaging, and now you know why I love it. History, 33.5 to 1. Why? Why did you send Aiden, Jaden, and Braden off to college and they came home to you after a couple years with pink hair and a bunch of piercings in their face and he's talking about chopping his penis off? That's because you sent him into the university system and the university system hates you almost as much as they hate themselves. We have to start treating the university system in this country as a hostile power that is trying to bring America to its knees because that's exactly what it is. Therefore, take every dime of this student loan debt and cripple the university system with it in a completely malicious way. And I don't mean to do this in a, in a very nice fashion. It be as malicious about it as possible. War has been declared, so war it is. Here's the debt. Go bankrupt. Now, let's talk about what all this means for what the, the state of this country and the education system means for you, your kids, the individual. Let, let, we'll talk about that next. Before we do that, let's do something. I, I got asked the question last night, what I do, what my family does to prepare. And I went over everything, prepare for rocky times. And I told you, we have not gone crazy, and I never will. I, I don't have a nuclear bunker as much as I like to joke about it. I don't. I do little things, little more ammo, little more ability to access clean water, food, food, food. Emergency food is what everyone seems to neglect when they're making preparations, and it's the most important thing. Water you can track down. Ammo you might not even need. If you don't eat, you die. My Patriot Supply, they've been selling one-year emergency food kits, three-month emergency food kits, and they have all those. But they have, in case you can't afford that, they have a sale right now on their four-week emergency food kits. Up to 25 years in storage. This company has the reputation it has for a reason. They're 60 bucks off right now. You want that deal? Plus free shipping? Go to preparewithjessikelly.com and get some emergency food. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Go now. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday for all the people who can't move out. We're about to have a talk right now. We just talked about Joe Biden and buying votes with a student loan debt relief and and how the GOP at the federal and state level should declare open political war on the university system that has declared war on them. But let's set all that aside for a moment and let's talk about the reality of life now. I, I really sympathize what people are going through now badly, especially young people. It's all people. But especially young people, and I get emails that are going to be very similar to this audio bit I'm about to play for you, and I've seen so many of these online videos of young people talking like this, and it makes me sad for for a variety of different reasons. Anyway, I want you to listen to this young lady. She's sitting in her car. She's visibly crying. There are teardrops on her shirt. She is upset you'll hear how genuine it is in her voice 
And everyone thinks I'm a mean jerk who probably just going to yell at this lady. Man, I feel so bad for so many people who have this as their life right now. Does anyone else just work their ass off for like the last three or four years for like a college degree and now you have a job that you hate and you still can't afford life and you're still miserable and you can't pay any of your bills and you can't live in the house that you imagine and you just feel lied to because you thought that if you just went to college and got a degree you'd be able to afford a house and like things that make you happy but yet you're still barely can afford groceries or clothes or literally anything that makes you happy at all and you had to spend the whole entire weekend in your bed because you literally don't have any money to go do anything other like if you buy food you just can't have an entertainment budget so i'm just wondering if anyone else is dealing with something like this or if it's just me because this ain't it okay we'll set aside I, i'm i feel so bad for her. i'm not even going to address the word literally we're just going to set that aside for a moment first I got an email last week, uh, and I never ended up getting to it. It was for Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Maybe I'll get to it in more detail tomorrow, but it was from a 15-year-old kid, and he's probably listening right now, and he was asking, what's my life going to be like? Am I going to be able to afford anything when I grow up? What does, every, what does everything look like? So we'll, we'll get to that portion of it in a moment, but I, I just want to, again, say I understand the old school way of thinking. I'm not insulting it. The old school way of thinking that goes, you got to go to college. You got to go to college. Look, that's how I was raised, and I'm not that old. That's how my, the generation before me was raised. That's how people were raised. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. If you don't go to college, you're not going to get a good job. You won't be able to make it. You got to go to college. I'm not insulting anybody, but I am telling everyone, especially parents, and I'm, tell, I'm pointing at myself here. I have teenage boys who are going to be making these decisions soon. America now, it is not all lost and it's over, it's not, but it is most definitely different. The country itself is different. How far the dollar goes is different. The value you get from a college education is different. The expense of a college education is different. It is not 1960. It's not even 1990. It's not the year 2000. In this day and age, and we're not even going to talk again about all the communism in the universities. I already did that. Set all that stuff aside. In this day and age, college is insanely expensive, and there is no guarantee that there is a job, oftentimes I should say, oftentimes there is no guarantee that there is a job waiting for you on the back end of college once you graduate with all that student loan debt. I am not saying never go to college, don't send your kids to college. I'm not, I'm not, I'm really genuinely not. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Uh, what are the neighbor kids I know? Well, I, I call him a kid. He's in college now. He's a freaking man. He has wanted to be a dentist since he was 15. Well, I, I, what, Chris? What's wrong with being a dentist? What, do you have something against dentistry? Or anyway, he's wanted to be a dentist since he was 15. He doesn't have a choice. He has to go to college. He's going to need a degree. He's got to go to school for 10,000 years so he can smell bad breath for his entire professional career. I understand there are many professions where you do have to go to college. But what I am saying and what I am saying to parents 
And, well, I don't want to talk to kids outside of their parents. I'm just talking to parents here. We have got to, you and me, we have got to set aside this antiquated idea that you got to go to college or you're going to be a failure. That's a ridiculous lie anyway. Almost every one of the rich guys I know actually don't even have college degrees. The richest friends I know started their own small business of some kind, whether it's a little tire shop. I have a buddy who actually just started his own RV dealership doing really well. Another one of my buddies is an electrician. Another one does coatings and paintings and things like that. They're millionaires, I believe. We don't talk about all this stuff in detail, but they're certainly doing very, very well. This is a lie we have to kill. We are, as parents, we're handicapping the children we love. And I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about this next, and then we'll move on to a couple other things about Biden and whatnot. Before I do that, there's another lie that we've believed, I personally have believed my whole life. The lie that our dogs get nutrients from dog food. And it's not like I feel stupid. I do feel bad about all the dog food I gave my dogs, but I don't feel dumb. That's all we knew. I always thought, look, they list the ingredients right there. Oh, man, look, this one has a salmon in it. This one's a, a beef blend. Muffy, you'll love that. But that's not true. Whatever they put in it originally, they kill it in the factory. Dog food is dead food. There's no nutrition in your dog's food. It's just empty calories. It's a fast food cheeseburger. That's why you need to pour rough greens on your dog's food. It's all natural, created by a naturopathic doctor and Green Beret. Dennis Black is his name. He loves dogs more than life itself. He created this. Man, what a difference I've seen in my dog. Fred used to have digestive issues after every meal. I don't remember the last time he's ever had one. The difference in his energy level, it's just, it's incredible. Free jumpstart trial bags. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse is where you get them. Or call 833-33-MY-DOG. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pros. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. If you miss any part of the show, remember you can download the podcast. It's also free. iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes is where you can find that. Don't forget tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and you need to get your questions emailed in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now back to this. Uh, I'll play it again for, for those who missed it. I'm definitely not making fun of her. I sympathize. I get emails like this all the time. I've seen videos like this all the time. Young lady in tears, sitting in her car. Sounds like she did all the right things, went to college, did everything she was supposed to do, and she's looking around right now, and it looks like life is just not happening for her. Does anyone else just work their ass off for like the last three or four years for like a college degree and now you have a job that you hate and you still can't afford life and you're still miserable and you can't pay any of your bills and you can't live in the house that you imagine and you just feel lied to because you thought that if you just went to college and got a degree you'd be able to afford a house and like things that make you happy but yet you're still barely can afford groceries or clothes or literally anything that makes you happy at all and you had to spend the whole entire weekend in your bed because you literally don't have any money to go do anything other like if you buy food you just can't have an entertainment budget so i'm just wondering if anyone else is dealing with something like this or if it's just me because this ain't it all right 
I, I will put in this disclaimer before I go forward about life looking different here in America. If you're a young person hearing that right now and you're and you're thinking, wow, that's me, that's me, that's that's what I'm going through right now. Also, understand that in this social media world, you you tend to see the top five percent, the top one percent of everything, meaning you're 22 or 23 years old, you're looking around and everyone puts on Instagram their brand new Camaro and their brand new house and, oh, my boyfriend and I, we just got married in Bali and ah, da, 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 da. When you're fresh out of college and young, you can't afford anything. I certainly couldn't. You can't afford anything. I couldn't afford anything when I was 30. And I'm not, look, we were paying the bills. We were getting by a vacation every now and then, but it certainly, it certainly wasn't fancy cars and diamond earrings. That was life. It was hard. So understand that you got to grind for a while when you're young before you can get to that place. Chris, how how long did you have to grind when you, when you were, it just happens. Chris, how much? Are we allowed to talk about this on the air? How much were you making when you first started as a board operator as a young kid? How much were you making, Chris? How old were you then? Chris started out $10 an hour in his career. In his career. I'm not talking an entry-level job, which is way more than I ever made. I'm talking for his career. He started out making $10 an hour. So you got to grind for a while, right? Setting that aside. This is not your fault if you're going through this, whether you're young or whether you're old. It's the fault of the politicians and the people who have wrecked this country, Republican and Democrat. The truth is, I rant and rave about the debt and spending all the time because they've spent so much that now the future will not look like the past for many people and how they live. There are many people listening to the sound of my voice right now who will never own a home. And I'm not saying you have to own a home. I'm not saying that at all. I'm talking about people who desire to own a home. There are many people listening. Maybe this is you. You want a home. It's it's an understandable want, especially for someone who wants a family. And because of what's happening, we just saw interest rates 7% plus today. That's new news that came out. Because of the interest rates and the fact that the dollar doesn't go as far. And for a lot of different reasons, almost all those reasons, government reasons, you may not get that home. Or if you do get that home, instead of getting that home at 25, 30, the way you want, you know, get married, start making babies, that home might not come till 45 or 50. And and that is a hard conversation to have with people who've watched the generation before them do it differently. My, my old man and my, my folks, uh, now I was, I was barely alive if I was alive at all. I think I, my mom was pregnant with me when I was younger. Well, when I was younger, when they were younger. And my old man was working construction. You know, I come from a construction family. And they talk about this that my mom told me about it one time. My dad, of course, would never say but they were living in a crappy apartment above a garage that they were renting from somewhere and they were desperate to buy a home. They just really wanted a home and they pulled it off. He had to almost kill himself for it. He would drive an hour away and put in drywall in a new mall 
I think it was for like 15, 16 hours a day because he was making so much time and a half and then drive an hour back home. He would get three or four hours of sleep. My mom would have his dinner waiting for him, eat, sleep for a few hours, get up. She'd have his breakfast ready and hand him out and gone again. And he did that. I think he told me for six months, almost killed him. But it, they did it and they were able to save up enough for a down payment on a home. Now, it's a small little two-bedroom home. It wasn't any mansion, but it was a home. And so the generation before, we've watched. Many people have watched as your folks owned a home in their 20s or 30s. Your, your folks lived in the same house for 30 years. Maybe you have lived in the same house for 30, 40 years. And when you're coming up now, you look at what happened with your parents or your grandparents and you say to yourself, that's what I want, right? I want what mom and dad had. I, I want to find a husband. I want to find a wife early on. I, I want to get married. And as soon as we get married, I want to move into a little home. It doesn't have to be fancy. And then raise our kids. And that might not be what your life looks like. And I'm not saying that to bring you down at all. Because it may work out that way for you. I'm saying that because we all, myself included, have to adjust to the fact that America's future will not look like America's past. That doesn't mean all is lost, it's all over, nothing matters. It might mean you're going to raise your family in an apartment. It might mean that. And many people have. Look, I, I, was, I had a wife, two small children, both of them under three, in an apartment, working construction. I've, I've been there. I, I know what it is. We had my youngest son in a drawer. We pulled out one of our drawers, and that, that's what it was. And it wasn't that we didn't have a crib. We had a crib. We didn't have room for it. So it was just, hey, there's a drawer in the living room floor. Go ahead. I, I know. I know. I've been there. That might be life. And I only said all this to say that I do sympathize, and I am sorry. And this is why I rant and rave every time these dorks in Washington, D.C., pass another spending bill, another inflation reduction act, another omnibus bill, another foreign aid bill, billions here and billions there and trillions here and trillions there. The result of that has been a reduction in the standard of living for the normal and Amer the normal American. And this does not only apply to young people. I'm more talking to them right now, but I know there are so many older folks who write in and they're going through this too. Americans are watching their standard of living turn to ash in their mouths, and it's really, really hard to accept. It is. I mean, shoot, you turn on old movies. They're not even old movies. The 80s, 90s movies. You're just looking at nothing but young families in a house somewhere. And that may not be us. That may not be our future. I sympathize, and I'm sorry. And now you know why I get mad about spending. Now, now you know why I talk about gutting this budget, finding a way to get rid of this national debt because we can't, we can't get back there as individuals until we get this spending under control. All right? All right, enough of that sappy stuff. Can't stand being nice. It was awful. Let's go, let's go do some emails. I promise I'll be rude before we get to those. Gosh, maybe, why am I being so nice? Did I forget to take my male vitality stack today? Maybe my T-levels dropped. No, I didn't forget to take my male vitality stack. I never do. And you shouldn't either. Another thing that has changed is testosterone levels in our society. It's not one individual or the other. 
50% drop in male testosterone in America in 50 years. That is such an awful, heartbreaking statistic that we have to reverse. It's not an option. We can't be who we're supposed to be, fellas, and be low T. And that rhymed. That was awesome. Anyway, ladies, female vitality stacks for you. We have to get our levels right, and that's very, very difficult when there's this much crap in the water and the food and everything else. So get on some natural herbal supplements. Whatever you're looking for, whatever your age, whatever your sex, go to chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Now to the end of February, subscriptions, you get a discount, a huge one for the lifetime of it. So take advantage of that now. Chuck.com, C-H-O-Q.com, promo code JESSE. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. One final word on this whole higher education thing. Maybe Aiden, Jaden, and Braden got into Yale. You're pretty excited about it. Bragging to all your friends. Here's the latest video out of Yale. In some cases, migrant labor can even be a compliment to natives. That's an economist's way of saying that migration can create more jobs than existed before. Picture a busy restaurant. Orders flying into the kitchen, dishes flying out to diners, and then back to the sink. Now imagine migrant labor makes it easier for the business owner to find cheap dishwashers. The business does better. It expands and brings in more waiters and managers. Sending Aiden, Jaden, and Braden off to Yale so they can learn about mass importing barbarian hordes to destroy your country. Couldn't be me. Let's get to some emails. Remember, tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, so get them in. Dear Mr. Meat or Dr. Meat Leathers, <laughs> while I agree everyone on the right should vote in the primary, at this point with DeSantis dropping out and Trump is the only primary runner, is it that big of a deal? Uh, well, not in the presidential election necessarily, but... I wasn't really talking about the presidential election specifically. When I implore people to get out and vote in primaries, I'm talking about the primaries that people don't normally vote in. Do you vote in your state legislature primaries? Those are critical. State legislatures are way more important than the United States Congress. Way more important. You see some good ones out there, good state legislatures. You see some bad ones up there. Primaries are how you run the useless GOP out and replace them with actual anti-communists. We ignore them. We ignore congressional primaries. Senate primaries, we do worse than ignore them. We show up and vote for Senator Loser, who's already in there. We have got to get more involved in primaries. Jesse, about a month ago, you were talking about customer service at a drive-thru. You very expertly uh, imitated what sounds like to be in a drive-thru and decipher the garbled words you were hearing. You did this twice and ended each imitation with fry sauce. I moved to Utah in the mid-90s and was introduced to this phenomenon. I thought fry sauce was ketchup. Can you tell the masses about this? He says his name is Brian. Listen, fries... All right, let's have a serious conversation. Before we get back to Joe Biden, let's have a serious talk. I'm not anti-ketchup. I'm okay with ketchup. I really am. I dipped fries in ketchup yesterday, so I don't want you to think I'm anti-ketchup. But if there was a list of condiments, the best condiments to dip your fries in, I'm not sure ketchup would be in the top 10. I'm really not. 
on, why, why ketchup? Why aren't you putting hot sauce on your fries? You know, hot sauce, you get the same ketchupy tang with a little bit of zip to it. What about ranch? You need to be dipping your fries in ranch. I don't even put ranch on salad. I dip my fries in ranch and fry sauce. Many people are unaware of fry sauce. And the truth is there are many different variations of it. So I can't just give you one in general. See, Chris, I don't even want to tell you because I know you're going to hear one word and you're going to, you're going to reject it. It has mayonnaise in it. Yes, Chris, it has mayonnaise in it. But you don't understand. You don't understand. It has ketchup mixed with mayonnaise in it. No, no, you haven't even tried it yet. Will you stop being such a baby? You have to try it one time. The ketchup will cancel out any of the mayo-y things you don't like. Anyway, in general, that's fry sauce. It's a ketchup-mayo mixture, and it's fantastic. Jesse, my suggestion is that Trump withdraw from the presidential campaign and throw his support to his chosen vice presidential candidate. Oh, gosh. This guy's not hes not very bullish on Trump. Not only would this confound Democrats, it would remove anti-Trump Democrat votes, free him up to be an active behind-the-scenes player in the next administration, and promote his agenda from the back seat, so to speak. Oh, okay, so probably not anti-Trump. Sounds like he just has a plan in mind. Okay. He says, of course, that would require him to be a backseat driver, which he is not. Okay. Listen, we're going to set aside most of that for a moment, but understand, even if that was an option, and it's not an option, Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. Maybe that has you doing backflips. Maybe that has you very angry. It really doesn't matter what your opinion on it is, to be honest. He's going to be the nominee. He also is in a situation, a unique situation, where he doesn't have a choice. And this is what I mean. He has so many federal indictments coming his way still. Remember, we haven't even begun the trials. You think the outrage is over or, or well, the New York judgment was bad. You think you were mad when they levied a $350 million fine against him and barred him from doing business in New York. Wait till the felony convictions start rolling down. His only chance, and he understands this, he's not a moron. His only chance at being able to navigate out of that legal minefield is not just to run for president. He has to win. He has to run for president because he needs the money for his legal bills alone. You realize how many, it'll be a hundred, two hundred million dollars in legal bills by the time he's done. That's, that's, that's what it costs when the government comes at you every different way like that. He needs the money. I know that sounds crazy. Everyone thinks, well, he's a billionaire. doesn't have that kind of money laying around. doesn't have that kind of liquid cash. He needs the money to fight his legal battles, so he has to run for president. And not only that, he has to win. He needs whatever protection may come from winning the presidency. Without that, Without a win in November, it's over for him, and he knows it. There is a good chance, if he does not win in November, that Donald Trump will spend the rest of his life in prison. Remember, he's basically 80 years old. I know that's harsh to hear. That sucks, but that is the reality of life. So not only is he going to be the nominee, and you need to let that go, he doesn't have any choice. He has to run. He has to run hard, and he has to win. That is a 
It's a wild situation that you and I have never seen before in the United States of America. You've seen this in other countries. You see this stuff in places like uh, Latin America, Africa all the time where, where a guy will be, he'll be challenging the dictator in charge and there'll be, quote, an election if they even let him have one. And he understands full well, if you ever read about these stories, if I don't win, I'm going to die. It's not even prison. If I don't win, they're just going to have me shot. That's what Trump is going through. I don't know that they'll have him shot, but you're going to go to prison. All right. We still have an hour. Let's have some more fun. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.